What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to yet another exciting episode. We have your host today, the Three Raw Crew, and we go by LH, Lee W, and Robbie T. This is Raw Moments. Let's get raw. It's Hello, everybody. What's up, what's up, what's up? So today, on this episode of Raw Moments, we're going to talk about courting. So with that being said, we want to know what people's experiences have been when you're dating somebody that you want to be serious with, but they aren't really treating you as such. Or showing Or showing it in a certain way. Yeah. Or even, like, also... The difference is with how you treat somebody when you are taking them seriously versus right. when you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that and how that line blurs exactly. at times. Yeah. That's what it is. That blurry mm-hmm. line, yeah. goddammit. Okay, I'm Lee W. <laughs> I'm LH. And I'm Robbie T. The crew is back together. Wrong moments, y'all. Everything's a wrong moment. Shake your titties. Pull the butt plug out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a whip and go. <laughs> so, courting. So, with oh, me, and in terms of, like, uh, getting into a relationship, I'm one of those people, I need to know that you care about where we're going, or you care about being with me. But see, I need you to let me know and show it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Because there's a yeah. difference between you sitting here saying, of course, I care about you, I care about you. Yeah, you Don't I say that, that yeah. I care yeah. about you. you get blue in the face, but how do you show it? How do you show it? Mm-hmm. And I think so action means everything. what it is. Yeah. Yes. The action behind it speaks more volumes than you saying anything. Mm-hmm. You can say nothing I love and you. your actions yeah. can show everything. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing about it is I don't know about you guys, but I remember when I was younger I used to be afraid to say what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Me too. So, so it's like I. you're dating and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to push them away. Yeah. I don't want them to think that I'm thirsty. I don't think we said thirsty back then. <laughs> but it was like that. But then as I got older and I was like, Fuck that. Like, once yes. I realized mm-hmm. I would rather be by myself and be happy than to be with somebody who didn't really want to be with me and didn't deserve me, mm-hmm. I would, like, I, when I started dating with the intent of eventually getting married, like, mm-hmm. seriously, I would let people know straight up, like, not on the first date or when I first meet them, mm-hmm. but if we go on more than a couple of dates and I'm looking at you as a potential mate, yeah. be like, look, this is what I'm about. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the night I met my husband... Of course, he wasn't my husband then. It was a weird story because at first I thought that he was not available, whatever. Anyway, when I realized like, okay, we're about to exchange numbers and this is going to happen. I told him, I was like, look, I'm 25 years old. Right now I'm dating and I am dating in the intent to one day be married. Right. If that's not what you're on, miss me. Mm -hmm. At that time, it was like, I already have a child. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not with the shits. Like right. either you are on board or you're not. And I think it, it was takes like a lot of growth to get to that. Oh, point. definitely. And experience. Because, and experience. Mm-hmm. Because I've been through the exact situation mm-hmm. where I've sat there for almost two, three years 
walking on pins and needles not to hurt that person's feeling or push them away. Right. So here's another thing too. I wanted it to stay where it was and mm-hmm. I'm like, if I say something about this, do I look right. crazy? Mm-hmm. Do I look this or that? And I'm like, And then it's like, fuck, fuck it, that. I am crazy yeah. shit. Right. So you need to see my crazy exactly. ass right. self mm-hmm. and either accept me or fucking kick rocks. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about like you being the crazy one. Mm-hmm. So you have people who are um like they don't want you to lead their life, but they don't want to be serious about you oh, yet until they're ready. Crazy. And then you sit here and you try now and that's hold what's on. crazy. Uh-huh. That's See, what's crazy. That's what gets a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, a lot of people want you, but don't want you at that moment mm-hmm. until they're ready. Well, that's all those people who complain. Oh, I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. And then when the fucking right guy walks in your face and he's like. I want to give you everything you're looking for. And right. You're like, um, no. But this other no. nigga keeps saying that it's yeah. going to happen one day. Exactly. And but then you miss your opportunity exactly. right in front of and you. And then you end up dating somebody right. for 10 years and then they leave you and meet the bitch that they're about to fucking marry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like, that's why I think it's important for people to be their authentic self and mm-hmm. also spend the time to figure like. out exactly know who that, that authentic... Like. And I say 25 and some people like to put an age or like I've always been kind of ahead of my years. So mm-hmm. my 25 might've looked different for somebody. Oh, yeah. Rabbi T is the same way. Yeah, so mm-hmm. my 25 might be a 30 for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Shit. It might mm-hmm. be a 21 mm-hmm. for somebody mm-hmm. else. So don't put a time limit on who you are. It's like whatever that vision quest is that mm-hmm. it takes you to get mm-hmm. there. Fucking it's take definitely. it. Yeah. When okay. you realize your worth, you will not fuck Settle around and waste your time with yeah. anybody else. Because yeah. I'm in a, relationship right now right mm-hmm. where i l- literally have said like i've told him this i am not going to be that person that sits there and not tell you that i'm mad about something right and then later on down the line you keep doing it you keep doing it and I be like slide. you did this shit on yeah. may 1st 2015 right. and then i look like i'm a crazy person right but i'm gonna address it now so that it doesn't continue to happen i mean right. i've always been told that people are only going to do what you allow them to do absolutely so, true. so um, and even being told that I still wound up in those relationships. Oh, because right? you're used to certain yeah. experiences. Because you don't know. Like, and you try to see the you, best in people, exactly. too. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you learn the hard way. Because you think, like, that's not me. Right. <laughs> this gnat is disrespectful. It almost flew in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, something else, y'all, that we talked about was the difference between, like, how you treat a situation when you are serious about somebody mm-hmm. versus somebody that you might just want to fuck. Uh-huh. Yes, so there's like, a difference. What do y'all do differently? I fuck on the first night, and then I... <laughs> well, no, see, I'm... See, honestly, I've gotten to a point different. where I'm very honest about what my intentions are mm-hmm. with somebody. You get that way with age, too. Yes, mm-hmm. and it does age come with age, because you go through life, and you're like, oh, you don't want to hurt this person's feelings, so mm-hmm. let me lead them on, get them into the relationship feeling, get their mm-hmm. feelings involved, and mm-hmm. their love open, and then just... Fuck them and leave them. Mm-hmm. No, like, I'm very honest. Like, no, we don't need to exchange numbers. No, we don't need to do any of that. Unless you want to fuck again. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to fuck again. But <laughs> right. there's this great thing called Snapchat and Instagram that the world has invented. And if you want to hit me up. <laughs> or Tinder. Know, on there. On or Tinder. Whatever, right. whatever the hell. But, yeah. Man, I'm with you, Robbie T. Like, and it's weird because once there was somebody who I was hanging out with and I thought we were friends. And then later he thought that we were dating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, if we were dating, I would have fucked you by then. Mm-hmm. Like, 
You know, like we were hanging yeah. out for a while because I thought we were friends. So this was mm-hmm. like going on for months and months and months. Like it didn't take me that long to figure out if I'm gonna fuck you or but not. But see, that was a lesson mm-hmm. for them to understand. And I hope that when that you're they dating somebody, it. open your fucking mouth and say, "Hey, no, if this you is think, a date." If you think that you're dating, yeah, somebody. I mean, or something like that. Yeah. But you should know in beginning, like, oh, this is our first date. Right. Like the person needs to say that shit. You right. Know? And then I think really when I matured and realized everybody isn't dating material. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally had my fuckboy. And he wasn't a fuckboy in the sense of, like, what people call fuckboys now. He was literally the guy that I fucked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, a situation where I liked him. We were vibing. But, one, he was a Pisces. So, that immediately put him in (laughs) fuckboy category. Y'all remember that. And, two, it was, like, there were certain things in his life that were not aligned with my life Mm -hmm. like he had a car apartment all that i don't know how he made his money and i didn't ask any questions because i knew we weren't going to get married Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we had great chemistry we got along really well and we fucked on a regular basis even while i was dating people that i was potentially going to enter relationships with right because that was the category that i placed him in Mm -hmm. now if i'm dating somebody Mm -hmm. for me it's like there's certain things that I expect to be different like I need to know your intentions and Mm -hmm. your actions need to align with those Mm -hmm. intentions and also it's like I'm gonna say what I want out of it from a front like hey like are we dating like are we exclusively dating is it just us I'm okay with like people dating multiple people Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not gonna enter a monogamous relationship with you unless until I know that we're both on the same yeah Page. There's this quote that I had posted. Piece. Um, I know that's right. Shoot. Yeah. Um, side piece y'all now. <laughs> I might be um paraphrasing this and misquoting this, but there was a quote that I had posted the other day that said, um, you can you can love somebody with your feelings but still not know how to love them with your actions. Oh, for sure. Yes. So clearly it defines a, exactly what yeah, we're talking yeah. about exactly. here. Like you can want somebody so bad, uh-huh. but if your actions have no no meaning behind it for that person to get you guys to whatever level you're trying to get on, let that shit go. Yes. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is, let that shit go. And because I think also you said it's a red flag, yeah. right? Because yeah. you might but love you can somebody see a whole forever. Lot of red flags you might love, no, but I'm saying you might love somebody forever, mm-hmm. but if they don't love you the way you need to be loved, it's not going to work. work. And I feel yeah. like we live in this society where everybody wants a relationship to be how it's depicted like oh yeah every relationship but but you know what if you want that then be with somebody else who wants that same thing y'all be two fake ass bitches together yeah but understand in terms of a a relationship like you find somebody who's compatible exactly and if your compatibility is proven to the world because i've seen it like for sure i have seen relationships of people that i've known have who have been together because they know that it looks good Mm -hmm. like they were in matching Mm -hmm. fraternity and sororities they Mm -hmm. met in college they continue okay and you guys both are fake as fuck but that works for you because you guys both want the same type of love that you're looking for yeah is that that hot ass love for me that doesn't mean shit to me what's important to me is right can i sit in the same room with you and, and, and vibe. Just, and vibe. Yes. yes. That's the best way to put that. Like, and that was what I learned. 
Yeah, and yeah. I never, like, Rona. I was never uh-huh. under the impression that I was going to be best friends with my partner, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I can't tell you about people I fucked and we have a genuine conversation, you are not my best friend. Yeah. But I do need us to be able to be friends. Yes. You know, like, I right. want to be the able to sit with to you there. and laugh mm-hmm. with you. Right. I want to, like, talk about whack-ass niggas with you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you need to be able to deal with, like, I have a coworker who calls... <laughs> She calls me a gangster Debbie's aunt. Oh shit! Again, oh, but that's it, an interesting but it image. Fit in a sense <laughs> because at one gangsta minute, yes, I would know every fork, spoon, and everything else to use the glasses and everything. But in the next second, I'm gonna be like, "You fuck ass, whack ass nigga," yeah. and I need you to be able to Meet accept my duality, yeah. right? <laughs> like if I'm going off and you hear me going off on somebody, I don't give a damn if it's. The customer service, uh-huh. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I need you to meet me where I'm at. Yeah. I want to be able to take you to my family barbecue and to the fucking ballet, that right? And still cuss people out, Beyonce, right? Jay-Z at the same time, that they had where uh, I guess Jay Z wanted cheese on his sandwich uh-huh. and they forgot the cheese at the restaurant. So Beyonce's like walking in front of him and Jay Z's like, Ooh, <laughs> you know, looking all scared and stuff. Like, please, babe, it's okay, it's okay. I can Literally. just forget the cheese. And I'm, I'm that bitch that's. Oh, no, I'm that bitch too. I, my man ordered cheese and yeah. you gonna get him some fucking cheese. Literally, so like funny. I was with my brother and my cousin the other night. It was fucking hilarious. So we were at trivia night. I, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. So Me we were too. at a Game of Thrones trivia yes. night. And them bitches got our points wrong. And mind you, <laughs> it's only certain people of color in the room, oh, right? Lord. So it's like, don't try to play me because we were in the top 20 and you're making it seem like we were in the top 10. And best believe I calculated our points because it was six different rounds, whatever. Uh-huh. So I just like, so I was like, okay, we didn't win because I heard them say like 10 points more than what we have. So like, okay, for sure we didn't win in top three. Mm-hmm. But then they said that our points were like, 13 points lower than what it was and I was like no I'm gonna say something they're like we didn't even win it doesn't matter and I said it's the fucking principle we gotta represent for the people of color (laughs) in the room and they're like come on let's go and I'm like god damn it we are not going so I marched my ass up there and talked to Bran the three-eyed raven That's who was dressed up there and Sansa who were calculating. And I was like, look, you guys got our points wrong. And they're like, we calculated twice. And I said, well, maybe you need to calculate it a third time. Lo and behold, (sighs) we came correct and they got our points right and they apologized. I say all that to say I need to be with somebody who is going to respect my moments of gangster even when it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck how petty it is. I can Mm -hmm. be a petty bitch and I need you to accept that part of me. But see, that's the part of unique relationships like every relationship is unique for that person stop looking for this fake ass hollywood love right shit. build the relationship that you want with somebody if they're not willing and to if build you don't that with that you that is figure, figure it out, out. take a Dude. vision quest yeah. so to be honest with you that is my journey this year mm. 2019 is self-discovery yeah like Anytime I get a message or anything and people talk about like oh you're doing this to do that I said that's that's the problem with you because you think I'm doing it for something else. Right. Uh, this is about me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Not about you. And you know what's crazy? But, okay. So let me speak a little bit about you being a Capricorn. Okay. Go for it. So Capricorns are notorious, like notorious box checkers. Yes, we are. Where it's like you want to meet this at a certain point Check in your life off. and this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you guys do it because that's what you think to feel accomplished. Now, mm-hmm. on the other hand, Gemini's do that but they do it in a way is they want you to fit in inside of their paradigm okay like I want this at this time so I need you to make this happen mm-hmm. like I want to be married at 35 oh I meet somebody yep marry me 
But with Capricorns, mm-hmm. it's not like that because nope. your intentions are pure. It's like more of like an anxiety side mm-hmm. where you guys are like, okay, I need to be doing this. I need to be doing this. And yep. so it's and my beautiful life is not right. to me to hear that, mm-hmm. that you're at that point, oh, like yeah. at that moment. Oh yeah. And I'm, and I am completely content with people who don't understand that. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you later. So it, it took me a while to all get done. to that point where I was yeah, like, I'm, all, I'm not even about done. to Can waste my time. Give me a hug. Yes. Let's, let's move away. Where I'm just not okay. even about to do it. So, yeah. I mean, like, like I told y'all, I had that moment to where, you know, dude decided to get drunk instead of keeping up with our plans. Yeah. Right. So I priorities much, and then yeah. you, you set your standard, yeah. and it's and like at that, in that very should. moment, yes. like I'm one. I'm gonna tell you that I'm upset, mm-hmm. right? Because okay, little Drake. Well, mm-hmm. me personally, I'm upset. Hey, <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Dance break. Um, but um, no, I'm gonna tell you that because if. If I don't, it's just gonna build up, and yeah, I know that. And I've crazy. learned the type yeah. of person I am. That comes with self discovery. You learned I've that. learned mm-hmm. that if I let stuff go, it festers. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you accidentally knocked a pen on the floor that I was writing and with, and the shit just blows up, and I go the fuck <laughs> and off. You'd and you be like, like, "You always knocking shit on yeah. the floor, just like on December third, nineteen eighty nine, fucking face on the floor." <laughs> so I, I don't like to keep it in. So he kept wondering. He kept asking, like, yeah. "Are you okay? Is something wrong?" and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, let me know what happened. And I was like, "It, it just seems very selfish, right? That you would." choose to get so drunk that you would pass out that it interrupted our plans that we already had. Right. And, and you it know just what? made me feel like you don't right. care about my relationship, the relationship that we have. And he was looking at me crazy. Right. Like, what do you mean? I don't care. Like, I, it's I like, care. I don't, I don't care how you are feeling. Yeah. What I'm telling you is how you made me feel. Yeah. And if you don't want to make me feel that way, you need to do something. Yeah. Different. And that's what right. I told him. So he was like, Oh, well, I, that's I don't want to hear it. That's the hardest concept for people over. to understand. Yeah. Did you notice that? Right. It's, it's not about you. Right. right. It's because everybody has their own perception and mm-hmm. their own truth, but of it's, course. but it's not about that it's like if I care about somebody and mm-hmm. you're telling that person is telling me that my actions hurt them mm-hmm. I'm gonna change my actions yeah whether absolutely. I intend like and I that's what I was looking for exactly. I needed to know if you were gonna either change and or own up to the action and absolutely. it takes maturity on both ends to realize mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen mm-hmm. like for example like my best friend I hate talking on the phone absolutely me too hate talking on the phone I'm not a fan my best friend told me, like, hey, you never answer the phone. It was like, look, just text me. I don't want to talk on the phone. She was like, well, I feel like you never want to talk to me. Okay. Well, that person is important to me. So mm-hmm. now we talk on the phone a few times a week. Yeah. So it was understanding what they felt about it. Not exactly. Because that's like, you. I don't want to lose our friendship over, over something, something that's so petty. So regardless of what my natural behavior mm-hmm. is, if this is something that's important to you, then I'm going to answer the phone when you call me. Yeah. And so I think that's the reason why I've stuck with this guy Mm -hmm. because, you know, I told him like, okay, you're working late nights. Just let me know when Mm -hmm. you're getting home. That's all I want you to know. He does that now. Mm -hmm. Whereas before he wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. And so now he's taking it into consideration. My feelings like exactly. I want to appease, you know, right. Because you you do things for people you care about, especially when it's not necessary. Like I'm not asking you to buy me a $500 purse. 
I'm asking you to text me and let me know you yeah, got Yeah, I just want to know have that you, you made it home safely. Have you ever had someone who thought that they can, like, buy your affection? Yes. As a way of uh-huh. them saying, and, you know, I care about you. And, for some people, you. that works. Yeah. Well, see, right? it doesn't that's work one for of the me love- because oh, it doesn't that's work what for me my either. dad did to me when I It doesn't work for right. me either because that, I'm not a material person yeah. at all. His way of saying sorry was, here's a new Wii, here's a new Game Boy. Here's right. a- but it's not necessarily a sorry. Yeah. Or it's this a, is my way of showing, this is my way of showing you. And that honestly, I, I saw that you. with my mom and my stepdad, where mm-hmm. he felt like if he paid the bills, he was paying the mortgage, mm-hmm. then that's how he showed that he cared about his family. Mm-hmm. Now, he worked at night, so it's like, okay, you're sleeping all day and not spending time with people and acting cranky. Mm-hmm. That, like, we would rather you be broke as fuck and yeah. spending time with us. Time. That's mm-hmm. me. But it's like you have. But for some people, it works. For some people, that is what they sign up for, and they're okay with. What I notice is know- a lot of men, they they need to be that financial provider because of what Not society necessi- has told them. Right. Because I had a moment where the guy that I'm dating now, uh, like uh, a check hadn't cleared yet, and he was at work. And he hadn't really eaten like that yet or anything like that. And, you know, after the first, you know, everybody, 90% of Americans do not have money saved up right, in their right, accounts right. for when shit goes away. Because yeah, so, they only get paid a certain amount of yeah. money to keep them in that in that same part. So, uh, I guess topic, the check came, step. yeah, but I guess the check came a little later yeah. and he had been sitting at work. And so, typically, I ask, like, you know, have you eaten anything today and stuff like that? And, um... When he told me that, I was like, so why wouldn't you tell me? Like, I could have mm-hmm. cashed after you something. Like, I'm a person in your life that cares mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also looked at the other side of it. It's He feels less of a man to ask me something because of how he was raised. But right. see, the crazy thing to me about that, especially with the society that we live in right now, mm-hmm. um, if you're a partnership... Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, it does not register it. in my it brain. It doesn't though. make sense to you because you have better morals than a lot of people out there. But mm-hmm. I like, I have known guys. Matter of fact, like, I've known guys where if like they dated people in their younger years, yeah, and previous girlfriends had like measured them up to who their friends were dating, mm-hmm. regardless of where they were yeah, at. But essentially thing. like there was a guy I dated. You don't hold my hand like Jeremy there was, does. But no, it was Emily. like, right. uh, it was literally like, well, Jeremy just bought Emily a Birkin bag. What are you going to buy me? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Emily is a lawyer and uh, she's dating other lawyers. You work at a fucking restaurant. Like yeah. don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but even the still, I don't, of your lives I don't so care different. who, right. Because the comparison shit, matter right but if that's something that's important to you then date somebody that that is important with it's like all about matching it's hard for people to wrap their brains around that concept because of social media Mm -hmm. because people only post the good things that's going on in their life on social media so you would sit here and think the bad things that happen and it's like you're just one if you're like a social media person regardless of an influencer or celebrity i hate when they go around and say Oh, I don't know why people are in my business. Like I don't Wendy know why Williams, people are in my mm-hmm. life, yeah. right? Like you but, spend every day of the weekday yeah. talking about other people's relationships exactly. and criticizing them. So no, they're not going to give you privacy exactly. when some shit mm-hmm. blows up mm-hmm. in your life. But what do you do? Get that same energy that you give back. Like that's what's going to happen. Yes, but what do you do when like you hear your aunt had slept with this man one time and now she done got pregnant? It goes through the whole family. Yeah. So when you decide to open up your life 
to a bunch of people yep. and bring them into your life. Exactly. And then you get mad when they comment on the fact that, oh, this is the 15th person you done shown us that you was in love with or whatever the case may be. Right. It's because you're allowing mm-hmm. the people in. So you can't I just feel like and privacy also, live a private life. Yeah. Or if you don't, if you if your part of your life is out there, have confidence to to be okay with your situation. Because yeah. if Wendy Williams would have came out and said, y'all, my husband is fucked up. He's been fucking this bitch. Yeah, I knew about it. But uh-huh. you know what? Fuck his ass. I'm divorcing him. That would People be would have had so, so much, much more respect for you mm-hmm. than yep. you saying, oh, there's nothing wrong. I just have a drug addiction. Oh, support me and my husband. Mm-hmm. If you want to support to the cause, we have... A- no. Yeah. Know your truth and live it. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people don't know their truth and don't know how to live it. They know how to live other people's truths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who okay, are securing them. Let's get. get back to courting. Okay. Yeah. So, like, how do you guys act when you are expecting to be courted? Or what are the, some of the things that you look for? How do you, like, what are your actions and what are the actions that you expect? So, if it's a relationship type of thing and you're trying to pursue that, I'm looking for those key words. Like? You know, like... Oh, in the future, I, I see myself doing this, or mm-hmm. let's more we, yeah, more we, mm-hmm. and I see this type of lifestyle for myself, right. including you. Yeah, you know, or like, like what kind of conversation? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, the I tone like to of do your this. Do you yeah. like to do yeah, that? Yeah, like inclusive things. Exactly. Like, like wanting one to day, know my interests. One day, mm-hmm. I would want to do this. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested yeah. in doing that? Yeah, for sure. And see that—that's a big thing for me when it comes to courting. Like, if I know if you're gonna want to go any further, if our first conversation is talking about, oh, what I would do to you if we were butt naked with one another. Yeah, then it's like no. ten times out of ten, you're not trying. And most really. of the time, the tone of the conversation, if ninety percent of it is sexual, yeah, that's that's really a flag. Yeah. I agree. Because you can be sexually attracted to somebody. Without them saying, damn, you're so sexy all the time. Or just anything Mm -hmm. sexual in connotation. Right. Like, if majority of your relationship is Mm sex-based, you're in trouble. That's what your relationship Unless is going to be. Unless you're going to be fucking porn stars together. Right. I mean, like, and then you have an understanding. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but see, that was a big thing for me, too, was the sex on first night type of thing and versus waiting and getting to know somebody. Right. And getting to know whether you can actually sit in the same room right. with this person and just vibe right. out like we've said before. Right. Um, I think that was one of the biggest things I tried to, I try to figure out now with people that mm-hmm. I do date is... Well, if we're going to date for a while, I want to know that I could be sitting here on my phone and you could be off doing chores or whatever the case, washing your car. Right. And I'm content being in just the same vicinity. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, my interpretation of courting someone is them understanding me and me understanding them. Because you grow up in two completely different worlds. Mm -hmm. So for you to have to merge those worlds together, Mm -hmm. that is life-changing. You understand. You guys have some two different upbringings, everything. Right. Even before that, the courting part is the desire to want to 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 do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like you're going into it with an intention that, okay, we're dead. And as crazy as it sounds... 
like I talk to some people who are like younger, like in their early twenties, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't date anymore. Mm-mm. No, they don't. And it's like when they are dating somebody, they think that that's the only person that they can date because mm-hmm. they equate dating with fucking, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. two different things. Like, mm-hmm. yep. and I encourage young kids. It's like don't commit to anybody if mm-hmm. you're not engaged. Fucking date as many people as you want. Don't mm-hmm. fuck everybody with no condom. Yeah. Or if you want to fuck everybody, just use protection mm-hmm. so that you won't get any diseases. But know yourself. Know what you want to do. And then figure out what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. See, and that that comes with another um And that doesn't mean sexually even. That means right. like dating. If you but don't even like people what smack, you want. If you don't like people mm-hmm. who were born with a silver spoon and can't relate to you. if Or if, like, something that I see and it really disgusts me amongst, like, the... It's now becoming a reincarnation of the black bourgeoisie mm-hmm. where people act like they're above, like other black people in society. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm college educated. I did this. Okay, fuck you. Mm. Like, you act like you can't relate. (laughs) No, seriously, I can't stand it. You act like you can't relate to a black person in poverty because you don't live that life. At the end of the day, if they see you riding in a car, it can be a fucking 2017, 2019 charger. Mm -hmm. If they see you and you're a black male, you're going to get profiled just like that nigga who was trapping off Cleveland Ave. Like, let's be real. So you are connected to that whether you want to be or not. And then then it's (laughs) like, it's like, don't act like you're above somebody just because their life experiences were different than you. So that happens a lot in the gay community. It happens That's a lot, lot in, in the, the black, black community. community. Well, the black community. I know yes. that you can only speak to your realm. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no it's all I mean, honestly, it. It, I see it in the black community, but I also, it, it, it really tears me up when, you know, your own are the worst ones, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's like, because you, it's like you're, you're fighting to get white acceptance, and uh, I like it is what it is. Like, you're fighting so hard to fit in with what you think is the mainstream, which is white privilege, mm-hmm. that you undermine your own people in, a, in an effort to distance yourself from Yeah, them. but if that's all you see, that's all you know. Unless you want to educate yourself outside of that. I think at the pure basis I mean? of humanity, you should respect other people. You should. But if what you see is a, a diss to your community in general, you're conditioned to think that way even though you don't want to. Mm. Well, fuck them. Shit. That's why. I, I, and I'm I know my you. truth. I could never fucking be with somebody yeah. who oh, thought too. that they were better than other people. I oh, don't I give agree. a fuck if they're making millions of dollars or like, and the other person is on welfare. Like, if you think you're better than somebody else, I could never be with you. Here's another thing about courting. I don't want to be with somebody who has to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, for sure. Like to me, Elaborate. if you're if you're trying to court me, know what I like. Mm-hmm. Don't do what your friend did for your his wife yeah. because they did that. Okay. Like, good idea. But what do I like? Right, because they What does Lee like W like? Right. They might like expensive gifts exactly. and you might like trips. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I might like uh, little sour candies. In my right. bag. The other That's day, all I, I want. If I you get sour candies, I'll be like, "Oh, we fucking tonight." Oh, oh, literally. You just, okay. you just made me. You just made me orgasm. And real quick. Remi- like, and that's we talked earlier, kind of offline about like how we knew our spouses or mates or mm-hmm. partners were right for mm-hmm. each other. Here's another example. The other day, I was out like shopping. So the kids were at my mom's house. I was out shopping, getting a comforter or some shit and groceries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I got back home. It was, matter of fact, it was the night of the Game of Thrones premiere. Okay. When I got back home, there was a big bottle of Pinot Noir, which is my favorite wine, which had a Game of Thrones label on it. What? 
That's dope. But what's ironic is I had brought back home a big ass two pound bag of gummy mixtures because I saw it at the store and my husband loves gummies. Yes. So it was like a mix between like flower gummies, gummy bears, gummy mm. worms, and it's like this big ass bag. And like I fucked him because it's like, oh my gosh, like you thought you about me and I thought me. about yes. you. And it was that perfect. connection is there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we fucked that like that moment. So that's I think that's what it boils down to. The connection has to be there. And it has to be in sync. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be ongoing. Like, it has to be a thoughtful purpose behind certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you're not always going to get some shit right. Yeah. And it's a learning process, learning your your partner or your spouse or whatever it is. But, think, but the effort behind it has to be there and it has to be genuine. Yeah. And going into what LH said, like, when you're doing certain things for mm-hmm. somebody and showing that you really care about them. Absolutely. It speaks so much volumes yeah. to that. You don't have to say shit to me. Yeah. You can be a mute mm-hmm. and still prove to somebody that you love them. Yeah. If I like to be tied up in a hog tie, you better put me in that goddamn mm-hmm. hog tie. But it's also going into, you know, just understanding that it's not about you, you. and yes. your feelings. If I feel a certain type of way, mm-hmm. it's because mm-hmm. the way that I've been raised mm-hmm. and what I've been through has caused me to feel this type of way. Absolutely. What is your job is to understand that and yeah. come to a resolution. And that's how and you have comfort. a relationship. There has to be comfort in that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you have gone through, like, trauma growing up, or whatever the case may be, you you should know that your your spouse or the person that you're dating has your best interests at heart mm-hmm. no matter what decisions they make for you. Exactly. Right. I think there's a difference there. I think too many and people to, are afraid to be like genuinely themselves. Genuinely themselves yep. in a relationship. That's what it is. Because I think that's where my awkwardness comes from. Yeah. Like well, I'm a very awkward person anyways. That's but, the way to be. So in terms of a relationship and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. I'm always shy and bashful right because especially if you're used to being criticized by the general masses like oh you're weird Uh oh you're a dork why are you doing this and it's like to me give me the weirdos because i would rather have because to me that's a quirk that not like i like the abnormal Mm -hmm. me too like my like one of the things that attracted me to my husband when we were dating like he'll fucking make wookie noises just fucking randomly <laughs> and I thought that that was the cutest yeah. thing you'd be like Rrr. and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you so I think it's those little things because one right. of the things the that attracted me be- to my person was the fact that uh, well I don't I know I'm I know. trying to it's say cute. his name but <laughs> my person. Uh, so um, one of the things that attracted me to him was the fact that we can sit there and I will quote the shit out of a lot of different movies. You do? Yes. I love you that do. about I, you. Yeah, Two of you guys. My yes. thing. So one day I was just sitting there and I'm like quoting some movie. I can't even remember which one it was because we do it all the time now. Probably Norbit. But Go ahead. It may have been. Honestly, no, because we ended up watching that one night too. But um, I had said something and he was like, Okay, so and so, like, and then it's like, oh my I was like, wait a minute, what? Daddy, my he knows me so well. That's just like, and that's when I was just like, your things in, like your Instagram name. When I was like, is that? And then when I asked you, you were like, yeah. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. But like, you know, other people might be like, oh. yeah, it goes right over yeah. your head. And it's like, I need that person. That like, connection. That Get a room, goddamn it. 
Both of y'all. Uh, oh, you're invited. You're invited. Oh, thank okay. you. We like threesomes. Yeah. Right. I just want but to But no, it, it's something about <laughs> having a deeper connection right. with somebody on that Absolutely. level. Like, we come from two different places. Like, he's up north. I'm right. raised in the south. You know what else is a bigger component of that? The world is hard in itself. Uh-huh. Right. So why for deal with you, stress on right. Why deal with stress with somebody that you care about? I think that was the best part because I was allowed to be myself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As and you should. He loves all that shit. Like the awkward laughs here right. and there, the me busting out laughing out of nowhere because I'm thinking about something that happened. And then laughing like this. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, yeah. You're it's, laughing yeah. so ridiculous. But that is literally how it happens. It's like a take a deep breath. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> But I don't like know a, Like, a, like a bird. <laughs> but honestly, and I think Forget also something that, that people miss, but it's like this moment right here, uh-huh. right? Yep. Like the only, in, the intimacy that you experience should not only be with relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's or physical also penetration. how you get with like friends. Like to yep. me, like my most intimate relationships arguably have been more so with my friends sometimes than it is with Absolutely. my own husband. I agree. Because Absolutely. your friends see you at your bare like Absolutely. stripped mm-hmm. out worst. You know where crazy? like when you were broke when you yes. got completely disarmed every phase of your man, life. Uh-huh. Right. With, yes. Like if you went through some bullshit where they see you mm-hmm. compromising yourself and your values for yep. some bullshit ass nigga yep. and they still accept you Absolutely. and then afterwards they'd be like Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck. And it's like, you know. Because I know y'all have right. seen what Robbie T has gone through. Shit, all of, us. Yeah, all of us. So, all of us. Yeah. You know what's funny? When your friends tell you, like, oh, so I know how you would handle that. How, are you there yet? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I be, sometimes I'll be like, how come my friends get it, but my, my significant other does not yeah. get it? It's like, very you would sad think, what... It, you know, sometimes it sucks, but sometimes it's those growing pains. Yeah. No, but you know right, I mean? because even there's sometimes happens. with my husband, where he'll be like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, motherfucker, do you not know who I am? Mm-hmm. I am petty yeah. at my core. Mm-hmm. If somebody is fucking with somebody I love, all oh, of yeah. this professional shit is stripped Goes away and I'm getting window. petty and I'm texting yeah. the yeah. girl who's fucking with her and saying, you better stop fucking with my yeah, best exactly. friend or I'm going to ride over to Alabama and fuck you up. That's the funny mm. part because that's literally it. the text message I got in my phone when that little person who ghosted me all those episodes ago uh-huh. finally hit me up. My friend was like, so you want me to... Exactly. Let me roll out? out? Absolutely. Like, no, no, no. Right. But it's cute though. See? <laughs> and then like... You got other friends who's that other moral compass. Like, no, yeah. listen, don't do it. It's not uh-huh. worth it. It's like, Same listen. Yeah, and exactly then it's like, you gotta have your friends to know when to take those cues. Absolutely. Because up to the point, until you unleash me, I'm be like, I really want to say this. Is mm-hmm. that okay? Nah, nah. Yeah. I'm just saying, they just did this now two months later and I really want to nah nah Alicia, but then you reach that point and I'm like hey of- I'm about to send this fuck it girl send it bam right. it's done right. and then my husband why I you getting like- in the middle of that because that's my motherfucking dog exactly mm. that's With why I got this shirt that says kind of hippie kind of hood mm-hmm. yeah it's my shit mm-hmm. I can sense see yeah. that about mm-hmm. you yeah <laughs> I'll vibe out until you bring that shit out yeah. of me. Absolutely. Another... That's like um, 40 year old you want to see a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you a nigga. Yeah. But, but see, you're supposed to be my nigga. It's like, oh, you want to see a nigga? Like, I'm, I, got, I got so petty because of that situation when mm-hmm. he got drunk and didn't hit me up. Mm-hmm. 
I went so petty because I used to like have him like whenever I was with him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had like his photo as my screensaver. Okay. So I was like, oh, so you're so drunk you can ha- make plans. Okay, I'm deleting your photo off of my uh, mm-hmm. screensaver and I'm going to put another one. But I have to let you know the extent of where I was willing to go. Right. And I'm like, Absolutely. I will delete right. you out like, my you gotta set life. your You gotta and set honestly, your limits and your boundaries. You save that energy for people who you actually care about. Yeah. Right? And there I think go. that's the difference there between courting again and between somebody you're fucking. If somebody you're fucking starts acting stupid, cut, you're off. I'll find another Cool, one. go act stupid wherever exactly. the hell you are. Exactly. But if it's somebody you care about, you kind of got to show them the like parameters that you yeah. operate in. Because it's like, if we're going to be together, you need to know how bad it can get. Yeah. You need but to see, see the, the worst of somebody before. And not yeah. instigate it, but mm-hmm. definitely if the moment arises, like there have been some times where I act up and I go to the max just so you see, because I need you to accept me for every bit yeah. of me that I can be. And that's what but I But see, always here's say. another thing. Uh-huh. You have to understand, you can care about somebody, but you have to make sure they care about you equally. Mm-hmm. Because you can give all this energy into somebody who yeah. you care so much about, and you set these and certain parameters, and then they give you those one-word fucking texts mm-hmm. or something Rabbit like that. Tea. Oh, oh, so you don't, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Okay. Remember what Why? we were talking about earlier with Pam Greer? So, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. so I had read this thing about Pam, Pam Greer Pam? and Richard Pryor yes, that yes. she had wrote about in her memoir. I didn't read the memoir. It was like a meme, but whatever. Okay. They, they quoted her, so it's what facts. Happened? The cocaine did. So, essentially, like, Richard Pryor was doing a whole bunch of cocaine and mm. was either putting it on his dick <laughs> or it was, like, coming out in his semen because he was doing so much, and it caused, like legions that put her at risk for cervical cancer so the doctor asked her like hey is there cocaine going into your pussy Mm -hmm. i'm paraphrasing for sure yeah and so like this version essentially i do the same thing with the bible really enough but yeah whatever so they were like hey is cocaine going in your pussy and she was like well i'm fucking richard Pryor, so there's a possibility because he fucking does coke a lot Mm -hmm. and they're like well look you're at risk and like this can be a danger to you you Mm -hmm. really need to stop and so like she talked to him about it and it's like hey like until this clears up you're gonna have to wear a condom he's the first she was like hey are you putting cocaine on your dick before like we fuck he's like no i'm not it's like well either way you're gonna have to use a condom because like my pussy is fucked up because mm-hmm. of you and whether it's your jizz or the cocaine that's going on your dick it's fucking me up so can you put a condom on right paraphrasing again for any like copyright laws whatever my favorite paraphrasing. so essentially he was like no i don't want to fucking put a condom on i like the way your pussy feels mm-hmm. and she said like at that moment she realized he didn't really care about her right. because he was more worried about the feeling than he was about her physical her well-being mm, yeah. that's a good that's mm-hmm. a good story it's crazy that's that's i think we example. should have a whole episode where uh lh <laughs> paraphrase is just whatever we find on social media <laughs> That would be my favorite segment. <laughs> Stay tuned with romhomies.com. Right. But I think <laughs> LH will paraphrase a few right. of the memes and crazy shit that we see on social media. Stay tuned. Because <laughs> I actually like her version. Mm-hmm. He cares more about his pleasure than my pussy right now. <laughs> really? That's what you're but talking very about. Very true. Very true. So sad though, but I think, but I think, it's but you different. have to understand that 
And you some do, people and get so you, engulfed in the right. physical that they they miss those opportunities. And then once you like realize great, it, but. right? Because and even like you can be the most beautiful man or the most mm-hmm. beautiful girl in the world. If you don't have somebody who values you, mm-hmm. then they're not going to treat you. How- and it, it's not any attest to you unless you're a shitty fucking person, mm-hmm. which usually you're not. And if you are shitty, you'll probably find an equally as shitty person to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. True. But See, I think, I think where a, a lot of the lines gets blurred, sorry to cut you off. You're fine. But they're, um, say someone treats you pretty good. Sex is amazing. But they're not giving you 100% of what you need. Nobody's going to give you 100%. I'm going to say yeah. 90, 95% of what you need. Mm-hmm. Like, where, how do you decipher all of that? Like, they're giving you just enough of every little thing that you need, I but not giving you, you, feel you know? Yeah. If you feel like something is missing mm-hmm. and you let them know that, either they rise to the occasion or they don't. Or they don't. And if they're not going to rise to the occasion, then let yeah. them figure that shit out with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because everybody deserves to be happy. Mm-hmm. As long as that, as long as that happiness is not at the expense of somebody else. So fuck you, pedophiles and sexual predators. Oh, oh. true tea. So Shut let's just keep up. that out there because As I this, sip my <laughs> but like if you're happy like everybody deserves to be happy as long mm-hmm. as their happiness is self-contained mm-hmm. and your happiness does not cause damage or hurt to anybody else mm-hmm. there you go I agree with that I mean my cutoff point is only when I feel like I've expressed something to you and you try to weaponize it against me mm-hmm. so that's when I'm like talk more mm-hmm. about that yeah so if I tell you I'm mad about something and how it affected me. And, and then I tell you, and then, oh, so you just going to be mad. So you one of them niggas that just yeah. get mad. And so, oh, so you one of them niggas that yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's With like, yeah, bitch, I guess I am one of them niggas. Yeah, see, I'm not here for that. Like, I want you to hear that I, what I'm saying. And I, I was in that moment where somebody was, you know, like, oh, you seem crazy. You know, I was like, okay, well, let me break it down to you. And I was like, let me put you in my shoes. So mm-hmm. we do this, this, and that, and then I do this. Are you going to be okay with that? Like, Absolutely. Right. I'm all for good analogy for that. Yep. It's either the person will be like, well, actually, no, I wouldn't be okay with that. You know what? That's my bad. I can move on from that. Right, right, but me too. But what I will not move on from is... No, nah, I wouldn't nah, trip. No, nah, I wouldn't trip. Like, no. Nah, okay, well, nah. you go ahead because and not trip with somebody. Because then that opens the door for whoever you're with to become a petty person mm-hmm. right. and then now, now next week we got these plans right. and now I'm finna be petty and I'm finna do what you what I felt like you right. did to me but you're gonna tell me that oh that was ten times worse than what I did to you you know see what you and allow it's not worth is, it exactly yeah that's why I would rather tell you what you're and see your reaction and if you're not gonna at least compromise with exactly me, then this and is I think the biggest like I know for people that I had like friends that I've had sometimes when people have been damaged by relationships they're less patient right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think at the end of the day people should only enter full relationships when they're as healed as they can be mm-hmm yeah, but but, they, but that doesn't happen, right? And sometimes and that doesn't not, happen and you have a trigger. Yes. So I think it's or important. Or you have certain people who, who don't know, know who don't know how to fully heal. But that's like, they go from one uh, relationship to another and because you know they feel like they need in to. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, that would not exist. But we're not in a perfect world. So mm-hmm. I think it's like 
when you care about somebody, then you're patient with them, right? Mm-hmm. And you explain it. But you also have to know you also have to know your own personal limitations. Because if you're spending so much time explaining and they're not listening, then it's time to end it. And a lot of times it's how you go about explaining your issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. And that this will go for the other side. Stop going around like being mad at somebody without even telling them mm-hmm. that you're mad at them. Exactly. Or, or why. What, why yeah. you're mad. Right. Because yep. then you assume that they should assume that they should know unhealthy. what they should be mad about. And it's like, no. So you know and it's like, assumptions, memes assumptions about that. Yeah. You see all these memes about that when it's like, I'm mad. It's like, what you mad about? I'm mad about some shit you did three years ago. It's like, yeah. Nobody I'm even a, knows or nobody even, like, I'm the can't, perfect like, one to say, like, I am not responsible for how I make you feel. Yeah. I'm right. not. Mm-mm. Now, yeah, if you I'm tell me that I'm messing with you and I don't change it, by all means. Right. But at the core of everything, I am not responsible for how I make you feel. Your what feelings I am are your feelings. Exactly. What I am responsible for is if you tell me I'm bothering you and I don't change my behavior. I'm responsible for my behavior. I'm not responsible for how you interpret it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, I'm responsible for how I address Mm-hmm. How you feel about right? Something. Like if I'm dismissive, and how you of internalize you, what was said to I, you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm dismissive, if I'm abusive, then, then yes, I'm responsible for that. Mm-hmm. But you getting your feelings hurt? Yeah. If I did not intend to hurt your feelings, that's not my responsibility. And stop fucking getting mad at the truth. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like that people, works. people talk about how real they are. They legit don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. And that's what I was looking for. I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you the truth. Right. Because, I, like I said before, I'm one of those people, if I hold that shit in, I'm going to end up blowing up later. Yeah. So I would rather tell you now before you try to paint me out as this crazy, over-the-top person who gets mad over little stuff, when it's, I'm just going to go ahead and address that with you at the beginning. So then if you do it again and I act a fool, well, now I have something to reference back right. to. Like, I already was the calm person, and mm-hmm. I came and told you what was making me mad, and, excuse me, and how to fix what is making me mad. Right. And I know we talked in a previous episode about ghosting, but legit, I have ghosted some people mm-hmm. because you didn't respect how I told you you made me feel. Yeah. And whether that be friends, past relationships, people I was fucking... Yeah. If I'm telling you I don't like something and you do it anyway, mm-hmm. knowing that I don't like it, we have nothing else to talk about. I and I do that to protect my energy because I'm a Libra, so <laughs> balancing all things, uh-huh. right? If you get me to the point where I'm outside of my element and mm-hmm. I'm like going off, yeah, that is not a comfortable space mm-hmm. for me. And you really have to fuck. Now I'll do some petty shit in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're messing with somebody that I care about, I feel justified in doing that. Oh yeah. And I can tell you if it wasn't right, if it wasn't mature. Yeah. I'm immature as fuck when it comes to people I care about. Mm-hmm. You fuck with somebody I care about. I will threaten your life or yeah. your personal property. Oh, most definitely. Hands down. Uh-huh. Is it right? Maybe not. Probably not. Is it the most mature way to deal with it? Absolutely not. But it makes the people I care about feel better, yeah. and that's what's important to yeah. me. Yeah, because the people you care about says that's what's going to make them feel better, regardless of whether it's in that moment or not. Exactly. So, about courting someone. <laughs> when you When you approach somebody that you're trying to court, what would be... 
a good segue with you guys having that dialogue about you taking it to the next level. For me, I think I expect to be courted. Mm-hmm. Just like as as a woman, that's my realm of what I think is like, you know, like I don't want to be the pursuer. I don't want to be the aggressor. So in past situations when I was dating, I would just let my int- intentions be known very early. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm looking for serious relationships right now. If that's not what you're looking for, then you probably don't want to waste your time with me. Mm. But it honestly... But a lot of guys will still try to. They will. But it took because me that gives years... Them a challenge. It took me years to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Ash, you remember when I went on a whole bunch of first dates mm-hmm. and y'all was telling me I was going to end up alone? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, in my, in my mid-20s, I went on a whole bunch of first dates because I knew what I wanted. And it might have been petty things to other people, but it was important to me. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there was one date I went on that went excellent. Like, the, the intellectual conversation was yeah. there. I liked it. Yeah. It took me 30 minutes to figure out what shoes I was going to wear because he was short. Hmm. And now, mind you, he was five inches taller than me, but if I wore heels, then I would have been taller than him. Yeah. So, if it's take out, and literally, I approached every moment, like, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out what shoes I want to wear. I'm not going to have a barefoot beach wedding, so I won't be, like, taller than my husband. And it's, it's oh, that you simple. You played through all of those, yeah. those moments. And so, yeah. I dated with the intention that I wanted to be married. So if like there was one guy who was fucking weird, strike one, he was a police officer and fuck the popo and strike two, he like talked about himself the whole time. So after that, I was like, okay, that's done. Another situation, there was a guy who who ate funny and I looked at him and I was like, I don't want to eat like this. Like, I don't want to watch him eat for the rest of my life. And that was it. So. Yeah, there are certain things you're just not going to put up with. Right, absolutely. However petty they that. may be. So yeah. let me ask you guys this, and then we'll kind of close out after this. Do you think monogamy is dying in our culture right now? I think it is only because of how people are talking about monogamy these days. I think okay. people like, have... It's 2019, un- like, what are you talking about? Like, I hear that all the time. Like, ain't nobody... I actually heard one person say, like... I was going out for the first time, and this was after I made this guy my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I went out with my friend, and there was a cute guy there. I mean, it's not like you stop thinking other people are cute. Right. Mm-hmm. You're really Absolutely. Cute. You have you're human. Yeah. yeah. So there was this cute guy there, and I kept, like, avoiding just any contact. Oh, you're so anything. good. I would have flirted my ass off. Yeah. I, well, I mean, <laughs> essentially, it was, like, flirting my ass off, but in a way you try not you to. Playing you playing yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, you need to just stay two feet away from me. You know, like, <laughs> right. Like, know. Okay. And that makes him want you even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And literally, that's what ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Like, me trying to hide and remove myself from it made him look Absolutely. at me and acknowledge me. And I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, damn, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but no. Um, and it was one of those situations where I was talking to somebody and they were like, um, and I was like, I, I don't even want to deal with it. Like, I don't want to entertain the idea. Like, I'm one of those people. If I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. Right. The person who I was telling that to looked uh-huh. at me and they was like, ain't nobody in relationships no more. What? You can cheat. Like, just wow. do what you want to do. Let's see how life hand, like, ends up for them. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's probably why you hoes are single. <laughs> wow. But that's literally the mentality is everybody cheats. 
So why not just go ahead and, and do see the it crazy in thing is when I was dating, I didn't view it as cheating because to me, if you are not married, you're single. Mm-hmm. Because what are you gonna say? Y'all go together? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So one I don't know. I think in today's society, mm-hmm. people just, they measure their happiness off of what they see and what they interpret it like, as being mm-hmm. happy instead of actually figuring out what it means to them. And I think that's what's dangerous about monogamy now. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we've actually had that talk mm-hmm. about right. like whether we were going to be monogamous or in an open relationship because in all honesty in the gay community, that's kind of what it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like these people are really out here with two, three right. boyfriends, type right. stuff like that. Which to me, if you want to do polyamory, that's yeah, that's, that's your, your but established you guidelines and rules. Yeah, that's what I was because saying. Because some people don't, and it was they so don't. funny because we were but just sitting me, there going back I think and forth people, about it. And it I just, think people really need to just be honest on. with each other. Okay, good. monogamous, good, yeah. good for you. Well, I mean, because it was like it, it, the way he said it, it was kind of like he didn't really understand what like the difference is yeah. and he was like wait are you saying you just want to be with me or you want to be with other people right and so i was like it's good i want to be with other people and then he was like well i want to be monogamous and i was like good that's what i was trying to see because yeah. in that moment i didn't want to be the person to decide for us mm-hmm. i wanted yeah. him to decide like both of you guys decide and yeah. be comfortable with and it and be comfortable because i knew if he had he had said i want to be with multiple people that's you, not what I'm looking for. Right. It's not going to work. Right. You know? See, and then it I, takes courage to be able to even have those conversations. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Absolutely. And the funny thing about it, we were in the car just driving and it just... Right. Like, up. it doesn't have to be a fucking Hallmark moment. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a Lifetime movie moment. It mm-hmm. literally... Like, just be people. Mm-hmm. Is that simple? Like, we were just sitting there. We were like, what, what yeah. do you want to really You do might be getting this? tacos. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, literally, we were getting Chinese food and we had this conversation. Tacos are amazing, yeah. guys. They are. Tacos are next to orgasm. A big ass spring burrito. Yeah. So we're going to end that here. Maybe we can have a part two on monogamy or, and or, you know, maybe we'll come back and talk about that. Um, Let us know what you guys think or topics that you want to hear. We're willing to talk about everything and maybe we'll even include a phone call in this. Yeah, Yeah. we haven't done that before. Yeah. Let's do that shit. Okay. All right. It's Raw Moments with LH and Lee W. And Robbie T. Robbie T. From the NYC. Oh, all right. Sound effects. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We just purchased those. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Bye. This podcast is brought to you by rawmoments.com, your one-stop shop for all adult novelty and accessory needs.